0: all right guys welcome back to another episode of the precision rifle channel podcast i am here with janae from janae's got a gun and her friend reese how are you guys very
1: good fabulous
0: i love being called a lady it makes me feel special (laughs) i don't
1: mind being called guys
0: (laughs) (laughs) so we have a cool show this is our first time doing a all-woman panel um janae if you're not familiar with her she is a uh, precision rifle shooter competitor And she has her own show, janae has Got a Gun. Um, Janae, how long have you been shooting for?
2: Four years. In fact, four years, like almost exactly. My first national level match was four years ago. It was a quiet riot in Utah. So.
0: Awesome. And your friend, Reese, how long have you been shooting for?
1: I have not been shooting. And when you say quiet riot, That makes absolutely no sense to me. (laughs) That's the name of a match. Okay well there you have it. So that's my experience in shooting.
2: You have shot guns before though. Actually
1: I have been raised by a hunter. I've been around guns my entire life. I know a little bit more than layman's but until recently I have never actually Shot a gun and until I shot a pigeon the other day that was the first time I ever shot something. That was at my house. That was fun. That's true. It was.
0: A little back backyard hunting, huh?
1: The little poolside hunting.
0: (laughs) Well, we won't get into that. But
1: (laughs) maybe later. Extremely legal. We checked.
0: Google. So What our show, what we're going to kind of talk about a little bit today is obviously we have uh, one lady who's very experienced shooting and one lady who's somewhat new to shooting. uh, Never shot a competition match in her life, but uh, is, from what I understand, kind of intrigued by it.
1: I'm actually very intrigued by it. Just recently, my husband, it has become his new passion. And since I've been around guns my entire life. I am interested on two levels. I feel like I could probably do it. And I'm surrounded by people that shoot. My husband's passion is for shooting. So it, of course I'm interested. I'm interested, but I have a lot of insecurities about it.
0: Okay. Well, before we talk about the insecurities (laughs) and things that nature, you know, we all have friends that have quote unquote, grown up around firearms and to me, When you say growing up around firearms, that can mean, you know, my dad had a a pistol in his safe or my dad had a room full of guns and shotguns and rifles and pistols and all kinds of things. So, I mean, when you say growing up around it, what was like, okay, simple question. What is your favorite uh, firearm? Oh my gosh.
1: Um, I don't have a favorite firearm. They all pretty much look the same to me.
2: Okay. <laughs> have you shot a pistol uh,
1: before? I have, and I actually have one. I I've, I've been to uh, CCW classes. Okay. I never uh, went through the whole thing, but okay. So as far as uh, my relationship to shooting, so my dad owns a ranch in Texas.
0: Okay.
1: It's a very I like large him already. a very large ranch. Same. He is now building a ranch in Ely so we drive around in rangers and razors and shoot animals not me personally i'm mostly a spectator i enjoy it i like going out drinking beer watching the shooting and it's been sort of this misconception that because i am so much around it that i naturally know how to shoot but I actually haven't sh- shot a gun more than probably five times okay. in my life.
0: So have you shot a rifle before? I have. What, do you know what kind of rifle or what I caliber? don't. Okay. And how was that experience?
1: The first time I shot a gun, uh, I don't really remember that much about it, but there's pictures of me when I was about six years old okay. out mm-hmm. in the desert with my dad, and then... The next time I shot a gun was at my CCW class. And then after that was in Texas at the ranch. And it was just assumed that I have shot so many guns and I know the lingo. Uh, I don't know a lot about guns, but it's just assumed that I know how to shoot a gun because I'm surrounded by everyone that knows how to shoot a gun. So it's... I I don't have any tangible experience in shooting guns. So
0: basically you're completely green.
1: Completely green. Okay. Embarrassingly green.
0: No, it's nothing to be embarrassed about. I mean, the majority of the people out there, I would say have very little experience shooting firearms.
1: Well, thank you for that.
0: So nothing to be embarrassed about. I mean, we're not all like Janae where, you know, we've been shooting competitions for a long time and have uh, a plethora of opportunities to go out and practice and compete and stuff. Um, plethora. Plethora. Wow. Right? <laughs> Thank five, you. My, I thought my $5 one. Plethora. plethora.
1: <laughs> Maybe <Plethora>. two fifty. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, your husband just recently got into precision rifle shooting. Yes. I actually met him today and got to shoot a match, a 22 match with him today. Yes. Had some fun. Um, now, you're interested. Are you interested in. in just jumping right in and going into the big centerfire stuff, meaning the bigger, larger caliber stuff, or are you trying to get into like the 22 stuff like what we shot today?
1: First of all, everything you just said, uh, is Greek to me. Okay. So I can start with saying the only thing that I know is 22 matches. Okay. And I barely know that, but I do watch my husband practice a lot in the backyard. And I have shot a couple paper targets and that's basically all I know. So to be interested, I I don't even know what I don't know. Right. So as far as being interested, I'm just interested in, in getting introduced into it. But from my perspective, it's a very intimidating world to get into. So
0: it's,
1: I want a baby step, but at the same time, I don't want to hold anyone up. I don't want to, you know, uh, make a fool of myself.
0: Well, I mean, being being afraid of making a fool of yourself, I think, it, I mean, I think when we all do something for the first time, we make a fool out of ourselves. And then you kind of just like, eh, whatever, who cares? And you just keep doing it if you have fun. Sure. Right. Um, I think one of the biggest things when you talk about intimidation um, that you get in this sport, it is primarily male-driven. And typically speaking, working with females in firearms, um, you know, males have bigger egos, and, and we're definitely more, especially in the fi- this part of the industry, we're definitely more alpha-type males. And that no, can-
1: <laughs> no, that can't be. <laughs> right? <laughs> but
0: that's why you have great female role models like janae and and a handful of other ladies out there that are trying to actively grow the female demographic in the sport of precision rifle Um, you know janae when you hear females talk about being intimidated um, what is kind of your first response
2: well just listening to reese that's exactly what it is she she's being very um humble and open to say like i have no idea what that means i have no idea what you guys are talking about this is greek to me so i think that girls they want to get out there and they want to do something but then you use a simple term like i don't know whatever you know pull the bolt back and they don't even know what you're talking about so they're super intimidated that they're like okay i understand that i have to pull a bolt back i have to you know pull a trigger but these simple little terms that we're so used to that are just, you know, everyday language for someone that's been shooting for a while, they don't even know what, they're, what you're talking about, yes. even though they understand the mechanics of it and can do it.
1: Right. So we're, I think... We're not... I'm not an idiot. If you oh. say pull the bolt back and you tell me what a bolt is, I can pull it back. Right. But, uh,
2: and that was, a, that was a super simplified you but know, you're right. analogy. But the point is, is every simple thing that I understand... You don't know the terminology, and that in and of itself is extremely intimidating. Yes. Even though you know you can do it, you've you've shot in your backyard. You've used, and I don't think to clarify, I don't think she shot a twenty-two in her backyard. No. It was a uh, a pellet gun. It but, was an air rifle, but it's basically. Basically, a 22. Yeah, it's, bu- it's, <laughs> built, I, it's built the same way as a 22. When I basically.
1: shot at 22 at the ranch recently with my husband, and, and he was showing me since he had been to a couple of matches, and he pulled me back from 25 yards to 50 yards to 100 yards, it, it was very easy for me to follow. And the, the technique is very easy for me to follow. It's not difficult, but the intimidation factor comes when you don't know what you don't know right and when you're surrounded by people who are in so to speak the industry uh, it's very very fast-paced talking and when you talk about guns it's very fast-paced and everybody knows what you're talking about so that's where the intimidation comes from my intimidation comes from the fact that I don't want to go into a match hold people back I kind of want to be like playthrough playthrough <laughs> let me learn Play through. <laughs> but you know
2: but you need to come and try one out because that's never how it is you know everyone's very in the firearms industry everyone well i shouldn't say firearms in the long range industry which is what i have my experience with everyone is so willing to help they want more people to it's it's you hear it every day let's grow the sport grow the sport and that's how you grow the sport is getting new people out there and no one ever feels like you're binding them up.
1: That is comforting. That is actually very comforting. (laughs) Listening to you say that and actually listening to my husband come back from a match where he was very new in it and then telling me about his experience and then him also talking to my brother about it or his friends about it. um, It just makes it, it feels more comforting because it does seem like a very open and welcome community. Absolutely. So it... That makes it more enticing, and I am very interested. I've I've
2: never been to a competition where someone is not willing to give me, loan me, help me in any way. I mean, I've had people that are like I've had, and this is a centerfire match, so kind of a bigger one. But I've had my gun break, and I had two different guys that were hanging out with me on my same squad that let me use their guns just to piece together enough ammo so I could get through the match. Like, literally, like Jason Reber, he's a Sin City mm-hmm. guy, and um, Tyler Hughes, Vegas guy also. Both of them, here, just use this one on my stage, you know. We don't want you to go home, like, sad that you couldn't finish the match.
1: That's, that's very comforting. And I am not an insecure person by nature, but I also don't want to hold people up. So one of my drawbacks is that I feel that I'm going to show up And I'm super green, super novice, and I will hold everyone up.
0: I I think, I mean, the the, the fear of holding somebody up, I mean, I definitely would not recommend going to a national level match the first time out. (laughs) I mean, that's that's intimidating for anybody. You just gave me butterflies
1: in my stomach just saying (laughs) (laughs)
0: that. You know, but, you know, just like you say, you know, you, you don't know what you don't know. Well, you don't you don't know what you're missing either until you try it, right? So it kinda goes the the same way. If you have the basic safety and proficiencies of understanding whatever rifle that you're gonna use, whether it's the 22 or a centerfire, the fundamentals are the same safety-wise, right? Sure. And as long as you can fundamentally handle whatever platform you're using in a safe manner, get out, you know, my suggestion would be get out to a a range date with your girlfriends, you know, go practice with your husband. Can I interrupt you for a second?
1: Of course. Okay, so you just brought up a, a, a different subject. Going out to a range day with my girlfriends is a little different than going out to a match with my husband. Absolutely. So there is the, I think the biggest intimidation is going out with my husband And that expectation, it's a very difficult thing being taught by your husband. And I think any wife would agree, especially coming in green and novice, wanting to live up to some kind of expectation or no expectation at all even. And in public, maybe having a little tiff because your normal relationship might come out in the match
0: yes every, every relationship is definitely unique some couples work better together as a team some couples work better separate sure you know from from each other when this comes down to it you know my my fiance you know sometimes we work great other times we're just like let's leave each other alone you do your thing i'll do my thing and i'm not even gonna watch you shoot you know Um, that sounds ideal. (laughs) We have different approaches, you know, and we don't want to make each other nervous, but you know, if that depends on each individual relationship, if your relationship with your husband, um, makes you feel intimidated or a little bit, you know, for lack of a better phrase or better word insecure about going out there and trying this, then leave him at home. So is that Janelle? Here's a question
1: then. Um, is that an option? If you go into a match and you're with your husband and you go into a match, is, is it a, I don't know the, I don't know the layout. So is it possible that you can shoot in different, did you say squads? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. So then you can shoot in different squads.
0: Absolutely. So, I mean, the, like a, a good example is uh, <clears throat> Tim and Regina Milkovic. They're a couple that shoot together. Um, some of the best shooters, you know, in the country. And if I remember correctly, when they first started shooting, or Regina first started shooting with Tim, they were squatted together a lot so that they could help each other, um, you know, with, with how to approach a stage, how to do certain things. Um, eventually over time, I'm sorry, Tim, but Regina outgrew, outgrew it. You know, She was able to do <laughs> everything on her own without the help of, of Tim per se. I'm sure they still talk about it after the match and so on and so forth. But of course. most of the time nowadays, when I watch them shoot, they're not in the same squad. Okay. They shoot completely separate from each other, and then you you see them, in, you know, at lunchtime or whatever. Hey, how'd you do this? How'd you do that? That's great. And it kind of it's cool because it gives them something relatable to talk about without having to necessarily be right on top of each other to experience.
2: That it. is amazing. Mm-hmm. But Which they is great. they did that on purpose. I mean, I don't know if you knew this. You know know them
0: better than I do. Yeah.
2: So, yeah, they're amazing shooters. And basically, yeah, she relied on him a little bit. And then she started kicking his ass. Yeah, sorry, Tim. We love you. But she started kicking your ass. Or butt. Sorry. Sorry, Tim. Um, (laughs) Sorry. Something stuck in my throat. Um, So, (laughs) they would go to national level competitions. And they, on purpose, would not squad together. They did not want to be together. They kind of would bicker and, you know, You know, married couples, we do this. We kind of chirp at each other and over stupid crap. So they made sure that they were not squatted together for a long time. So they did that for a few years. They are kind of starting to squad back together again now.
1: Which is probably the goal. Separate and... Possibly, and I would agree with that. Build your own shooting relationship with yourself, I guess. And then maybe come back together once you're... I feel like if I were to go out in a match, I would want to be... in a squad without my husband because I want to develop my own individual personality and and then later come back.
0: And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you know, I know you shoot with Ty, Janae, And, I, and I've shot with him separate. There was a... a well, you've been to matches without him now yes, as well.
2: Yes, for sure. But I've gone through phases too where I'm like, you know what? I just, I want to know I can do this on my own. So right. I would purpose just locals. A lot of times local matches, nothing big be squatted separately but then we've been at um, national level matches when we've been squatted separately too as well and I mean it kind of gave me my own confidence like oh I don't need you anymore bro I can do this (laughs) without you but
1: then also gives you that bond when you come back together like I'm bringing something (laughs) to the table you're bringing something to the table right we've learned this outside of each other and now we get to be a good team when we come together with our own experiences which almost makes you more a better squad of course I, I will want to add to this, though. So, so in Vegas,
2: there's, there's, uh, there's a few couples here. There's probably mm-hmm. four couple shooters that shoot together. I'm not going to mention any names for any of them. But in my opinion... But their initials ex- are. <laughs> right. <laughs> Shh. No. But my experience is they all do better without their significant other around them. I think the significant others think that they need them as a crutch, but... All of them have been shooting long enough now and do well enough. When I have seen them separately squatted, they do better.
0: You know, I'm gonna, I mean, this is my opinion. I, I've worked in <clears a> firearms, <throat> in the firearms industry for a while. I've done some, um, some pistol training and, and carbine training, shotgun training and so on and so forth. And I've had the privilege of passing on that knowledge, um, you know, to friends and so on and so forth. And bar none, I mean, almost every single time, females shoot better than men. Initially, they are better shots than the men are because they're more receptive to listening, they take better direction, they don't come with the big egos, and they're, they're there because they want to be a sponge, they want to learn. A lot of times, because men are, you know, men are men, You know they grow up playing cowboys and indians or whatever video games nowadays and whatever it is you know they go to a range for the first time and they automatically think they know what they're doing because they just got off their freaking xbox Hmm. and that's not the case i strongly believe that as more and more females get into any firearm sport whether it's precision rifle shotgun pistol whatever it is that they're going to truly start dominating more of the competition scene because you know, a lot of a, a lot of this, which we can get into, um, you know, doesn't require a whole lot of extra physical stamina or physical strength that a female can't do. Yes, there's some limitations for the most part, which is height and, and some of those things, right? Um, You've seen me standing on bags. I have also seen guys <laughs> standing on bags. My hand is raised. You
1: can't see this on the <laughs> podcast, but my hand is raised. I have a
0: question. Of course.
1: So this is an, an intimidating thing. Also, um, I'm five seven or eight, and um, Janae, how tall are you? Five two. Okay, five two. Uh, are you? You seem a lot bigger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my bold personality. <laughs> so I I do see how because it's such a male-dominated sport, I do see how it's difficult. I've seen some of your. Uh, videos that you've taken uh, in some of the matches. And I've seen you have to move a stand over and stand on it. And I feel like that takes more time. You <laughs> it does.
0: You know, <laughs> it, it does. But, it, you know, in all honesty, I think, you know, saying that, and, and I have the most respect for Janae and, and for everybody that's out there, but to say that one limitation. Is a disadvantage towards another to me? Is part of is not necessarily true. It's the uniqueness of everybody that makes this sport so amazing. So you know, a a couple of weeks ago we had Nathan Webinar on the podcast. Nathan Webinar is a little person. You know, he's he's four foot four something or another. He's under five feet, maybe. Um, Great guy. He shoots all the time, and he talks about running around the matches with his tactical stool. Oh, you know he's got he, a little
2: collapsible stool that he brings.
0: It's really cool. Right,
2: I, and I borrowed it, by the way.
1: And but you know I what? feel like that makes him a better shooter. <laughs> he, he has maybe, to be
0: faster. May, maybe yeah. it does. Maybe because it
1: he's he's smaller, and because you're a smaller, Janae, you have to be faster. Yeah, you do not have the advantage of being able to hit that next. What do you call it when you when you're you're doing a shot, and then you have to go to the next one. And let's just say it's on a ladder that's, you know, four rungs up that are higher than your height. Well, yeah,
2: and there, but there's also, you know, there are times like um, last year at the Colorado match, um, the NRL match, there was a shooting position where you had to, they had like this box. They had one similar this year, but it was different. Last year they had this box that you had to shoot in, and nobody, you had, your whole body had to be inside it. So, everybody basically had to sit on their butt and put their gun up. Okay. I was small enough that I could turn my body sideways, have my legs straight out to the side of me, and I fit in the box. Is that the only example? Well, no, no there's, there's, there's other strength ones. Strength. But I'm just okay. saying there's there are ones. Uh, there's definitely more advantage to being taller, but there are also advantages to Those being taller. Those are the questions,
1: as someone who is green, that I want to, because it's so predominantly male... And by no means am, do I want a handicap. I want to play on the same field, but at the same time, it wouldn't be great if if you could map out some of these things. Yeah, if but, there were but, more but, women. But Reese,
2: I really think that for the most part, there is no handicap from male to female, short to tall. There's, it's very the inequities are very very small for the most part it's a very very it's, even playing field that's in this good sport. to hear because
1: that's a that's a concern
0: well the thing is, is is there's a million different ways to approach a stage right and some people are going to argue this is the way you do it others are going to argue this is the way you do it and there is no right or wrong way per se that you in my opinion that you approach a course of fire as long as you're following the rules of what that stage is Everything is how you adapt to that stage. That's exciting. Okay. So a a perfect, I'm not a perfect example, but an example, um, I have a very weird length of pull and cheek rest. You know, I've snapped my collarbone. I've broken my wrist a bunch of times. I have, you know, injuries from, from being a kid, you know, so I can't necessarily get in some of these positions as easily as some of my colleagues and friends and, and whatnot can do. And it just isn't physically uh comfortable or possible right so does that mean that i i should stop and i shouldn't do it and be intimidated and say oh well i can't do it the way he does it so you know forget it no it's you know that's part of the sport is you find where your limitations are and you decide if you're you know where you're comfortable and if you can safely or you know safely and comfortably take that shot with confidence you know then that's what you need to practice
1: so you saying that uh actually is very exciting to me because i love adaptability i love adapting to a situation and uh so that's that's good that's good i like that yeah.
0: i mean Thank it's you. you know i i've had some awesome teachers and um i've been fortunate for the past four years to watch some of the best shooters in, in the nation compete so i've seen all kinds of styles but it really you know it I can't ever say. Oh, <laughs> sorry. We, we were, sorry, we got some uh, some noise going on in the background. Not a big deal, but um, I can't say that one position or one style of shooting is better for me than another style, or that you know the the Jake Vibert of the world, the way he does things, I have to do it because he's one of the best shooters. So that must be the only right way to do it. Well, no, it's not. Because I've seen people compete against him and beat him doing things completely different. So, you know, the intimidation of size or uh, stature or weight or, or gender or any of that, I think um, that, fat, that vastly depends on your attitude and your approach to it.
1: So you can go up to any is it a station stage? Okay. Stage. So you can go up to any stage and you have a certain way or criteria that you're supposed to, Oh, you have to just shoot from one rung of a ladder. Okay. And no matter how you can do it, you can just create a way to do it
0: as long as it's within, as long as it's within the rules of
1: what are the rules? Well, every,
0: every match is different, you know? Um, you know, t- traditionally for a ladder, because you keep you know, talking about a ladder shooting mm-hmm. from rungs, is, you know, you sh- if it's a six-rung ladder, you usually have to shoot from f- four or five of those positions, whatever it is, you know. Um, usually, they're going to tell you that you have one bag limitation. A bag is a support system okay. to help you become more stabilized in, in one bag. your shot, mm-hmm. right? So, as long as you're using that one bag, it doesn't matter how you move... How your body is positioned positioned from one rung to the other. Okay. So you can go from prone to kneeling, to sitting, to standing, to um, squatting. I mean, it doesn't matter. It's whatever is going to be most comfortable and safe and secure for you. That is one of the
1: intimidating things. It's it's that when I watch... uh, my husband sits up and he watches YouTube videos over and over again and I'm behind him and I'm watching them also because he's passionate about it and I'm interested in it and I see the same people doing a lot of the same things. It makes me wonder is that maybe it's just because that's the best way to do it. It, it Maybe it's because no one's come in with a better way, but so you can actually come up to a stage. And as long as you're following the rules, you can come up with your own body mechanics to suit Suit
0: so your your suit so your comfortable needs to properly complete that stage, yes.
1: Okay. These are the things that I don't know that you both know that as coming in green, I just don't know these things.
2: A ladders are pretty straightforward things. I mean there's you know several ways to skin a cat. Well, you With weren't a, a gymnast, <laughs>
1: so maybe it's not as straightforward. Actually, it
2: was. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> a ladder is pretty straightforward, pretty simple. But there are other things that, and it depends on the match director and how they, de, you know, design the match. There's certain ways that they're like, they come to a stage and they're basically like, okay, you got to shoot it like this. And then there's other ones where they say, solve the problem. And okay. they want you to be creative. Love that. They want you to figure out a way to game the stage. not cheating but it's it's so based on each match and each stage and how it's designed
1: i love that i think that goes back to the individuality of uh i i always want to go back to having husbands and wives like me personally with my husband i i definitely want to be in a different squad than him because (laughs) because i'm I, i i revere him and i respect him and i want to learn from him because he knows so much more than i do in this subject but At the same time, I don't wanna be afraid to try something different.
0: Right, and you don't, I mean, like I'm sure you and Ty approach stages differently. I mean, Brittany, my my other half and I, we approach stages differently. Janae and I approach stages differently. So like a perfect example today, if I'm not mistaken, when you, at, at our local 22 match on the tank trap, if I'm not mistaken, you used your knee as a rear support? Yes. Right? Yes. I don't use my knee as a rear support. I just not comfortable going into that position when that buzzer hits, I go down to both knees and I just get into my comfortable position, right? She's used to going into her comfortable position, which is using her knee as a rear support, which I know that doesn't mean a lot to you right now, but you know, At the end of the day, she still kicked my butt today by one point, which I'm still contesting. (laughs) (laughs) Right? So One tenth of a shot. One one tenth of a shot and she smoked me. (laughs) Um, So it's, you know, it's not a matter of it has to be done this way. Unless the stage requires it, you know, you can still figure out how to adapt to it so that it best suits you.
1: This is what makes me feel more and more comfortable about this community is that the more and more I hear about it, it's very welcoming. My husband going into it didn't have that much, I guess, equipment and was so welcomed. He came back beaming even though the first time he did it, he was last place and then he's been progressing more and more. Each time he comes back, he's beaming and he is always talking about how welcoming the community is. That is something that will draw me in. And, and that's it's y- a beautiful thing.
0: And that's what you know. Most of the the people that are in the precision rifle sport, you know, long range precision, that is our goal. Is to make it a community where people um, feel welcome and non-intimidated to try something new. And I don't, I mean, I don't know if you have Janae or not, but I've never met somebody that I've taken to a precision match who didn't get hooked.
1: Oh.
2: <laughs> yes, totally. that's why I, I say, I've already told you this, 22s are the gateway drug. <laughs> it, it really is. <laughs> it's gonna get jugged.
0: hooked. <laughs> it, it really is. And I, I think from here, you know, no matter what our conversation is, Those intimidations, those butterflies Mm -hmm. are always going to be there until you just get out there and do it. And if you don't want to do a a local 22 match or or a centerfire match or whatnot, you know, pick a day that you guys are both off. You guys are 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 best friends and you guys live close to each other. And just get out there and and try it. You know, see if you like it. You may love it. You may be one of those weird people that hate it. No. When she smoked but. that
2: pigeon off my neighbor's roof the other day, I knew yeah. she was set for this. That's pretty
1: awesome. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I feel a lot more comfortable. I still have insecurities because it. I know that it will be like match day and I just don't want to mess up. But having such a welcoming community and just seeing it all over, it does make it easier and it kind of breaks it down to where it's a sport and it's fun
0: it it's definitely a sport and it's definitely fun and as long as you're safe nobody cares if you mess up we've all messed up and your first match you will mess up yeah. it's, it's, <laughs> kind okay right of, it's kind of a rite. it's kind of a right of passage now. yeah you, know? you have to yeah it's I mean, unless you're that one guy today. Yeah, you're this guy. guy
2: showed up today. He never shot. He did I don't some US. His name, his name was uh, Victor. Victor. He'd Victor. done some USPSA before, but never done a long range match at all. Smoked all of us.
0: Yeah, he just <laughs> it killed can it. be done. He just, yeah, he dominated. And I, I think that, you know, the more females the, that get into it, you know, you guys are, are friends. This is, you know, hopefully you're going to get out and, and maybe do some one on one time with Janae or because of on. this yeah. conversation,
1: I think I will make it to the next twenty two. Awesome. I'm going to commit yes. I'm going to commit to come to the next twenty two. Okay. I actually uh, feel a lot better after this. Janae conversation. can make sure you're not squatted with your husband. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I will do the squatting separately. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bruh.
0: And, you know, that that's what it's about, because if you fall in love with it and you enjoy it, you know, maybe one day your daughter will start shooting, your other friends will start getting into it.
1: I just want to at least not beat Seven your daughter, but at least come close. I'm not trying to be you or Tyler. I just want to at least come close to your daughter. Mark, mark your
0: words. <laughs> and she she wants to beat you and she'll she's tell you. Chasing she's chasing you, you. I'll chase her. And, and I mean, the the competition is, it's great because we're all competitive people by nature. Uh, but really it's just about going out and having a great time and creating new memories and you know laughing about it and having fun that's great so I'm excited it's uh, it's awesome it's awesome so we're almost at that time uh we got maybe a couple of minutes left do you have any other questions or Janae did you want to add anything
2: not much I think that a lot of women probably are in her exact same boat they're interested maybe because they hunt or maybe because their husband's into it or whatever and I think it's very intimidating just (laughs) excuse me I'm sorry not to know what to expect and not to know what they're up against and I think that it's just that thing where you, they just have to go watch it try it out and and see if you like it and they all like it Everyone I've ever seen women men alike all like it when they start their first time no matter what but I think it's just that taking that first step and actually committing and saying I'm gonna show up and go is the hardest part
1: right. I have one last question is there a dress code? Can <laughs> you wear yoga pants? And... Yes. I see everyone wearing the same thing. I don't own those clothes. Do I have to go out and buy something? So just so you know, okay, so I
2: usually do wear tactical pants. But in the summer in Las Vegas, I'm sorry it's hot as hell. I wore shorts today. I wore a tank top and shorts. Oh, good. Yes, so you can wear whatever you want. And you can yes, wear
0: whatever you want. I have totally There's no dress code. seen
2: tactical yoga pants.
0: Okay, tactical yoga pants. Just remember that in this sport, there are a lot of quote unquote yoga type of positions that you could get into. Oh. So wear what you're comfortable with. Just be aware of what might be exposed if, as a female. Yeah. <laughs> well i think, think every female is aware positions. of what they might be what he's saying now. is your tram stamp might fly out <laughs> get the whale tail <laughs> you, you, you never know i mean in the moment fair. you get excited and you're, you're moving and and all of a sudden oh she's
1: well, that's what I'm saying. My somewhere? yoga pants cover more than like if I were to go out and buy a brand new pair of tactical pants that I don't know. We're not well, friends. Well, but
2: but you know what? <laughs> that's one of the reasons I started wearing tactical pants is so I could put a belt on and cinch that crap up because I'd be on a rooftop and then I'd see pictures later and I was like, oh my gosh, my freaking
1: crack is hanging out. So I wouldn't be shamed if I showed up in something that I'm comfortable with for the first couple matches until no. I broke into the match fashion so to speak you know, ma- ma- is ma- it, this is a chick right here
0: worrying I'm about sorry the match I'm a fashion. chick I, I just want to know what
1: to wear <laughs> no, to and, the match
0: and, and you know it's, it's a fair question because I would assume a lot of females have these questions um, tactical gear quote unquote match clothing whatever you know, all of it may not be the most fashion forward or, or whatnot. That's not its purpose. Its purpose is utilitarian. So as you start becoming uh, more competitive and you start finding out what works best for you, you'll start to find out, okay, I do need to wear knee pads because you know, I'm going to be on gravel. I do need to wear boots because I'm going to be, you know, in mud or I'm going to be in cactus or whatever it is. So a lot of it is not for fashion sense. Um, no comfortability it's it's for comfortability and it's for practicality and safety utilitarian, mm-hmm. utilitarian you, completely. Okay. you know luckily there's there's companies out there like 511 and vertex and true spec that are oh. making clothing for women that um i guess are, are both utilitarian and flattering um but it's really you know, do you finding what you're comfortable with? I mean, like Janae said, she's out there in shorts and a tank top today. Um, you know, but she knew where we were shooting. She knew what the terrain was. Right. She knew that she would be comfortable and she, you know, she'd be safe. Um, as far as from the natural elements of cactus and stuff. I mean, mm. we had funny story since you t- you brought up the clothing. We were at a match one time and we were you know hiking through cactus to get from stage to stage to stage and i get to a stage and and i'm sitting you know sit squatting there or whatever there's no chairs um one of my buddy comes up and squats right next to me and jumps right back up he had cactus stuck on the back of his boot and when he squatted he put his boot right up his ass and he jumped that's awesome (laughs) granted we all had a great laugh except for him (laughs) you know but it's you know the the train that is we're also is, an
1: esthetician so she has tweezers on her at all times
0: this is a true story <laughs> the, this is true but tweezing cacti out of some dude's butt is probably not, not your what idea yeah thank you right um so remember you know when you're talking about fashion and, and female clothing male clothing it's all utilitarian and and making sure that you're safe i mean like out here 112 degrees if we we're shooting throughout the day, sunscreen, long sleeve shirts, hats, you know, stuff that covers your neck, your shamog, you know, all of those things, they have a purpose. We don't dress the way we dress just because we think it's cool. Well, some people do, but most, most <laughs> of us dress that way because Operator no AF.
1: <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> but before you go out and buy stuff, I mean, Janae and, and Tyler, they have a, a ton of great gear that I'm... You know, I'm sure that they're going to let you kind of try out and figure out what works best for you. Um, and that's again one of the best things about the community is, yeah, we all want to we all want to empower each other to get out there and have fun and, and make it uh, as reasonably cost effective and supportive as possible.
1: That's surprising and very uh, encouraging to see how welcoming the community is. It really is.
0: We're all competitors, but we're all friends. Mm,
1: I'm very competitive, and um, I feel the the warmth and the welcoming. It's very it's very nice. It's unexpected.
0: It is, and I think that's you know one of the reasons that a lot of us continue to do this sport. Because if we had to deal with a bunch of unsavory people every time we went out to a match, I don't think we'd go.
2: No, I want you to come out, but I want to kick your ass too. <laughs>
1: right. And then she'll share
0: a beer with you afterwards. Absolutely. Or three
1: even if I beat her
0: <laughs> yes it's just a matter who buys the beer mm. <laughs> all right guys ladies thank you so much for being on the show thank we're, you. We're right at that time frame where where it's time for us to wrap it up um, hopefully you know next time we're out here at a match we'll be able to uh, see you on the, the line yes I'm excited having fun thank you beating your husband <laughs> yes, <seven>. yes. <laughs> um but it was truly a pleasure uh everybody listening we appreciate your time stay tuned there's tons more coming on uh, the precision rifle channel podcast in upcoming weeks we appreciate the support check us out online precisionriflechannel.com social media the whole nine yards janae's got a gun uh check her out also on the precision rifle channel um and her social media the whole nine yards everything will be listed below And we look forward to seeing you, hopefully, at a future match. Thank you very much.
2: Thank you, Travis. Have a good night.
0: Thank you. Good night.